welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Resilience Is My Beauty with yours truly, Tawanta J. What's going on, my beautiful people? How are you all doing? I hope everyone is doing well and that you are enjoying life, right? <laughs> so you know what's up. You know what's up, y'all. Come on in. Come on in. Grab you something to drink. Yes. Go ahead and get yourself comfortable. Get your favorite drink, your favorite uh kool-aid whatever it is girl get your favorite wine whatever get your tea get your coffee get your orange juice get your apple juice my daughter loves apple juice my oldest one (laughs) right and just come on in the room come on in the room have a sit down get comfortable prop your feet up get your favorite blankie your favorite throw go ahead and get your get your favorite uh pillow and take a deep breath in with me exhale slow Take another deep breath in. Exhale slow. Hey, 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 what's going on? My resilience family. How are you all doing? Oh my goodness. Happy December. Ah! (laughs) Hallelujah. We made it, y'all. We made it. Oh my goodness. Oh my gosh, y'all. Can y'all believe it's December already? No. (laughs) I know some of y'all probably still in summer mode. Okay. Y'all still back in July or August. Okay. Some of y'all not even, y'all ain't even left the boat yet. Y'all just like, listen, y'all can have that cold weather day. I'm going to stick here with the 80 degrees. Okay. (laughs) Oh my goodness, y'all. Hey, everybody. How are you doing? Happy belated. Well, I don't think it's belated. Happy Thanksgiving. Okay, shoot. Yeah, the turkey's gone. The stuffing's gone. The potato salad's gone. Okay, all of the fixings are gone. But every day is a happy Thanksgiving because you got to give thanks. You got to give thanks, y'all. It doesn't have to be on November. In the month of November, y'all, every day we're supposed to give thanks, right? every day and we're supposed to be happy giving thanks right because we're alive we're we're doing well yeah things are still not going as perfect as we as we would like it to be but at the end of the day you made it you survived right it was it was a tough day a tough week a tough weekend a tough month but you made it right be thankful for that. You made it. You lost some things. You gained some things, right? There were some things that had to be stripped from you. There were some things that, you know, you had to learn to let go and it was not easy to do. But you know what? You survived. You made it. It was a challenge to go through the doctors, to deal with, with, the, with the doctor's report. It was a challenge to go through the procedure and all these other things that you endured. Your body is tired. You're tired. Your body is tired of being a pincushion. Okay? You're tired of going through these blood works and all these other different things that you had to go through but guess what you made it thank god you're here you're still here right so yeah y'all happy thanksgiving to you how was your thanksgiving by the way did you have family over do you have family traveling all over all over the four corners of the world <laughs> north south east east west <laughs> right were you were you were you anticipating the moment of seeing your cousins and your great aunts and all of that were you really excited to see them again you know or were you like oh god it's not even thanksgiving day and i want them already out my house (laughs) 
Listen, come on. Y'all may not want to want to truly admit that, but you were thinking it. Come on. It wasn't even Thanksgiving Day yet. And you was already stressed. You were already stressed. You was already having your, your benediction moment with those people in your life. You didn't even want them in your house, but you already kicked them out before they even came in your house. Okay. So, <laughs> but they, they came and guess what? I bet you it wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be, right? I bet you it turned out as everyone was just as cordial and very nice. Nobody felt all kind of awkward or weird or anything like that. You had a decent conversation and people got together and they played games. Hmm. There probably was some things that you never expected your relative to ever do. And they did it this season, this year. Like what? What was up with that? Right. It shocked you. It clutched your pearls. It made you have a whoop, whoop. What did they just do? You know? Or maybe they hugged somebody because they're not really a hugger, right? And they actually hug you. What? <laughs> right? That just flipped your wig, did it not? Okay, it flipped your wig over sugar. And, and I'm telling you, it just, it blessed you, right? But, you know, but you're glad they're gone, right? You're glad, right? You got your home back. You got your, your space. You got your quiet back, right? But at the end of the day... It was all about memories. It was all about family. It was all about traditions. It was all about enjoying each other's company. It was all about, you know, starting new things with one another, right? I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. My Thanksgiving was quiet. It was peaceful, you know, just the way I had prayed for. (laughs) Hallelujah. It was nice. And we were blessed with food. Hallelujah. Come on, if y'all knew the story in this house up in here, up in here, baby, you would think, you you will be like, what? You, God did it. God did it, and he did it good. He did it well, okay, to the point we had leftovers beyond leftovers, okay? So, yes, and you know what? I had just thought about it, uh, I think it was yesterday, actually, that we did not have to throw away any leftovers because we killed it. (laughs) The food was that good. The food was that tasty, y'all. I realized that we didn't have to throw any of that Thanksgiving food away. Wow. And we, we didn't make like an over excessive amount because we, we weren't, you know, um, expecting, um, you know, family coming over anyway this year. But we normally make enough, you know, that will last us for a couple of days or whatever. But we were truly blessed where the food lasts us for a good few, you know, good several days, you know, and uh, it, it still it was still delicious. And then, of course, you know, we add to, you know, meaning that we added uh, um, you know, like some um, uh, grilled chicken to it because most of the turkey was gone anyway and my husband decided to make a turkey salad and stuff like that or whatever, you know, with the remaining what was left, right? And then, you know, we just substitute the protein with, you know, like grilled chicken, um, that kind of thing, you know. So, yeah, we added some other uh, dish to what we had, you know. So that's what we did with that to make the food more enjoyable, Right. And, uh, yeah, so thank God we didn't, we didn't have to worry about, um, 
you know, uh, wasting any food or throwing any food away for that matter. I didn't do a whole lot in terms of making desserts except for sweet potato pies. I made six of them in total. And my oldest daughter, you know, um, well, you know, she's and she's in Cali, you know, and uh, she had already made her request or her commands. Like she's like she's like my mama or something. Like no, you gonna you gonna save me a pie, mama. You gonna put that pie in the the freezer. Like what? I don't have to do that just because you ain't here. I'm gonna, that's your problem. <laughs> you know, me and her have our moments. You know. <laughs> But, you know, I, I, I'm saving a pie for her because we killed the rest of them throughout the course of the week, of course. And, you know, my husband asked me today, he's like, um, you going to make any more pies? It's like, I, I don't know. I was thinking about it. He said, go ahead and make some more because it was really good. So I may consider to do that. But I also, um, normally around Christmas time, or during the holidays, and I didn't do this last year. I have done it the previous years. I think actually I did it before, uh, um, uh, before pan- the pandemic or before COVID. Actually, I used to make uh, homemade fudge and homemade marshmallows, and I used to, you know, um, I slice it up, make squares, and make like, uh, like you know, put them on sticks, like a lollipop kind of vibe. And I will wrap it up and give them as gifts. I used to do that all the time when my girls were in school and used to make it for them to give to their friends when they used to have Christmas parties in their classrooms and stuff like that. And I used to make stuff like that. And I also made homemade um, cinnamon rolls. Um, I used to do that too during the holidays. And I didn't do it all at the same time. It's like one year I would make the cinnamon rolls and next year I'll probably do like the marshmallows and the uh, homemade fudge. So this year, God willing, I think I'm going to do that. I'm going to do or attempt to do all three of them. Now, it, it don't take, it only don't take a long time because the, the fudge, if you know how to make homemade fudge, you know the whole process of that. It's a quick thing. You, you melt in the chocolate, you know, all of that, blah, 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 you know, add what you need to add. And then you put it on the, on a, on your, you know, your, on the um pan or whatever, and let it sit, you know, and it is, it's a no brainer with that. The marshmallow, it don't take that long either. You just got to really pay attention to the temperature, that kind of vibe. And, you know, you proceed to move on and it's a done deal. Um, so yeah, it's not as bad as it is, but you know, I'm older in life now and my, my, whatever you want to call it is not as thriving as it used to. (laughs) I think there's more laziness than anything because I'm not there putting myself in that position where my, I'm physically challenged. That's a lie from the enemy. I am nowhere near far that. Okay. I'm just being mentally lazy on it because I'm thinking of all what I got to do with it, but yeah, that's what I'm going to do uh, this holiday season. I'm going to go ahead and make a few more of the pies um, and um, make the um, the fudge and the homemade marshmallows and, and uh, yeah, the cinnamon rolls. But that's all I made for Thanksgiving the, as far as the dessert was the, the pies. And, and like I said, everything turned out very, very well. And uh, we didn't get any snow Wow, we didn't get any snow on the day of Thanksgiving and even the day after. Am I right? Yeah. Even if it did, I'm talking about the day after, it was more flurries than anything, but I don't think we did get any flurries even with that. It was just a nice, quiet, uh, brisk um, holiday weekend. It really, really was. And y'all, what did y'all think about uh, Black Friday? 
Because you know, I mean, oh my goodness. I don't shop. I don't... I don't do that anyway. I One time, and that was a long time ago, when my girls was very young, I was like kind of, you know, kind of curious about that, you know, Black Friday thing. And I said, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm going to get up at five o'clock in the morning, you know, and and go check it out. And I did. And it was packed up on that road. Oh, my God. It felt like rush hour. Like going to work at, you know, five, six o'clock in the morning, the highway's already kind of congested. Lord have mercy. And boy, was it packed, 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 packed. i never forget that day. And I said, I will never do this again. That's when the mall, the mall where I, where I live, um, it was, all of the stores were open. Everything was active. Everything was busy. You know, Aeropostale, you remember that store, Aeropostale? I think that's the name of it, right? It was like the, uh, teen college type of store that was a real popular store back in the day that was open it was active macy's uh you name it all of those stores back then sears when sears was active it was live all of those stores the toy stores everything man and it was packed of people but i noticed this season this black friday there was hardly anybody in any of the malls you know, and even those who posted on their um, on their um, Facebook page or Instagram or TikTok or whatever, they there was rarely anybody in the store. If there were people there, it was like 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 a everyday kind of thing, like a Monday, you know, type of day. You know, it was people, but it wasn't like jam packed. And that was so like what. And then I realized that there are people now taking um, advantage of shopping online, you know, and, um, you know, doing that and everything. You know, people do taking advantage of the DoorDash. No, not DoorDash. Is it, what is it, GoCart? Yeah, Instacart. Sorry, not GoCart. Oh, my gosh, y'all. Oh, the Instacart. <laughs> Instacart. Um, and, uh, it's people are just taking full advantage of that because you know why? And I realized because now a lot of people got so much on their plate, you know, you got people who have more than four people in the household now and people just can't run around like they used to. You know what? I want to give a hand clap to the older generation from back in the day, from my grandmother's, my grandmother all the way down. Because they had, like, what, 10 kids, 15 children, okay, 8 kids. And some way, somehow, they still made it work. They still made it work. I don't know how in God's name, but they made it work. They didn't have all of the bells and whistles that a lot of us are fortunate to have. Some of us got a few bells and a few little tinker tinkers, but... (laughs) And we still ain't happy with that. But again, they didn't have a whole lot, but they made do. They made do what they had and they find a way how to, how to make everybody happy. How everybody was just pretty much happy, (laughs) you know? So I, I, I'm just like, wow. But you look at today's society, there, there are households that really, Man, they there's some that know how to micromanage or, 
you know, they know how to work it, have it, they have a system as to how to really make the household look comfortable or seem like it's functioning right. Um, but again, I, my, I, I applaud, I applaud the families today. I really, really do because Lord have mercy. What they have to deal with, uh, what they have to whew, work with is not easy, man. So thank God for the technology that is advanced for, for the families today. Uh, you know, thank God for these different apps that, you know, I'm pretty sure my grandmother and my great grandmother probably would have been like totally hype and excited about having at that time that they didn't have to worry about driving or riding around or walking down in the country to go to the store to get this to get that that it will be sent to their door okay wow you know i mean thank god that you know the, the, these different types of assessments or uh or accessories or whatever you want to call it is there for the busy family you know what i mean so yeah i realized that people are just not physically capable or physically able or they just don't have that time to just rip and run like that to go to the mall and they got all their kids with them or what have you they just basically do the shopping in the comforts of their home you know and so yeah i was really kind of like what wait that's crazy I mean, really, no stores was busy. Now, one particular uh, person that I came across on their uh, video that I think they said Home Goods that, that that store that they went to was pretty much packed. Um, what about you guys? You know, let me know. Tell me. Let me know if you had any um, if any of the stores in your neighborhood, malls or what have you, was it uh, low key this year? Was really anybody there? Or was it like a particular store that honestly that you would never thought would get busy, but they had people there, you know, because of some really good deals or what have you? Um, and even with Best Buy, I don't even know if Best Buy had a had a lot of people this year or not. I didn't, I don't even really watch the news anyway. I pretty much just... Uh, rely on um, uh, what you call it, social media um, and just look at people's reels or what they post and I just go from there so I'm not really getting a whole lot of information from that perspective I know but um, but just hearing in conversation of what people have witnessed and what they have, have what they have experienced that honestly nothing was really happening <laughs> you know there's a little hot spots uh, you know places that did get some, um, action or get people. Um, but for the most part, it was really like crickets for a lot of stores. So like, wow. So here we have cyber Monday. So I don't know how it went on cyber Monday for a lot of companies out there. I don't know if that was some, you know, cause I know with cyber Monday, this is where they really, really be on pins and needles because they hoping that people will buy, 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 because that helps with their business and, you know, all that other stuff or whatever. But I wonder if it was a success for some of these businesses, because there are some that are on the verge of, you know, of losing the company, you know, um, and they really hoping that people will support and really get into the doors or, or we are basically the, cyber doors, <laughs> if you will, and shop. So, and I didn't do that either. I didn't do any cyber shop or anything. Cause honestly, you know, we're in a tight budget. So I, I, I really didn't even 
bother. And I honestly, I didn't really um, think about it. I mean, I do need some things, but I'm not going to continue to put more on a credit card when we already in that, in that situation where we got to pay that thing down. You know what I'm saying? That it's just, it, to me, it's just crazy to do that. So, you know, I'm just grateful for what I already have. And I just work with what I have until, you know, God bless me with more, you know? Um, and that's just pretty much how it went down on my end, but I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving overall. I hope you guys really did have a, a great, um, great time with your family and loved ones and all those great things. And it was just something, it was a peaceful season. You know, I actually, when I was on my sister to sister connection live show this past week, my dear sister friend, Letitia, and I, we were just talking briefly about, um, well, actually, it was um, our meeting. We have a meeting the day before. And we was talking about um, how quiet... No, actually, it was live. Yeah, it was live. I'm sorry, y'all. It was live. Um, we were saying that we noticed that, you know, for Thanksgiving, it was very simple. Very simple, very calm. It wasn't over the top. And we wasn't just talking about like her family or mine. It's just something that we just kind of sense in the atmosphere. You know, do y'all agree? Let me know if that's something that you guys experienced, you know, this season at your home, you know, that it was really a simple, quiet, you know, Thanksgiving, you know, it wasn't nothing elaborate, so to speak, or over the top. It was just what it was and what it was needed for some people. You know, this, I think a lot of people had dealt with a whole lot of noise or a lot of whatever. And this season, this holiday season was something they were looking forward to, but they just didn't want a whole lot of, lot of noise. And it turned out to be just as what they expected. Nice and quiet, you know, and simple. You know what I'm saying? So let me know, guys. Let me know how your Thanksgiving went. But anyway, I wanted to just quickly um, also let you guys know, I when I was about to come on here, you know, um, the uh, Spotify, they give you their annual report because, you know, it is December 1st. So they just, you know, give you the wrap of what, you know, your um, what our podcast, um, how it's been throughout the year. So um I, I looked (laughs) and I was well pleased. (laughs) And I said that with hesitance because I, I knew that this year was not really thriving, um, like it has been in the past uh, couple of years or several years, honestly. And I could tell by the numbers of, of, of viewers or listeners uh, if you will. And, um, it was kind of discouraging. I ain't gonna lie to you. And so I was just like, do I really want to see this? <laughs> and I said, Oh, what the heck go for it. And I did. And I was really impressed. I was like, really? <laughs> I'm like, well, you know what? I'm going to applaud for that. And for that advancement, I'm going to applaud that. So I was well pleased with the with the overall um of you uh what have you. Yeah, I'm I'm very grateful and I thank you for all of my resistance family all over the world. Thank you so much for still 
hanging on with your girl. Okay. Thank you for still supporting my podcast. Thank you so much for still believing in my podcast and, you know, and praying for your girl. Cause yeah, baby, I, um, I'm still, I'm still developing in a lot of areas. I'm still fighting in some areas in my life, you know, and all of that, you know, I'm very transparent in in my life about my life because God has been so good and he has helped me through a lot and he has delivered me through a lot and I can be able to, you know, testify, share my stories, my situations to you all, because it's not about to brag or boast. It's just basically just to remind other people that, you know, what I gone through, God got me through it. And I know if he could get me through it, he can do the same thing for you as well. So when I do, you know, share my stories, it's not to, you know, to be entertained or anything. It's just, it's ministry for me. It is, it's ministry. So when I saw the overall review of it, I was well pleased. And again, they share with you like out of all of the episodes that um that has been documented, they give you the top three um the most listened episode. And again, rank number one, because I shared this before last year, um still number one. Um, and it has over 210, uh, people who have listened. How do I love me? How do I love me? That is still ranked number one. What? (laughs) And I, and I, and I even asked myself when I was writing this down, I said, well, did I do this at the very beginning of my podcast career? Like, was that the first season? I have to check it because I don't remember because it didn't even say which episode it was. I think this actually was. Um, and that was, if I remember vaguely, because I'm going to have to listen to it again because it's been a minute. Um, that was really like a personal testimony um, of my life, what I had to go, what I, what I what I went through and how to start loving me all over again right? How to love me all over again. And you know what I realized too, ladies, that you have to start learning how to love yourself all over again. Do do a do-over, okay? Do a do-over over yourself, honey. It is that time. You know, my sister friend, Letitia and I, like I said, we do our weekly Sister to Sister Connection live show. And we often mention about our self-care event, which, by the way, we're going to be hosting one this this month. And um, we often, you know, um, stress to our viewers about how important it is for us to do a self-care event or how to, you know, you need to apply that to your life. You know, because we don't put time in for us as we need to. You know, we put time in everything else and everybody else. But Lord Jesus, when we are when we are worn out, when when we need that love in return, ain't nobody there to give it to you. And if they and if, and if they are there, it ain't gonna give it to you the way you the way you know you deserve to get. <laughs> Right. I'm just saying, right. You really have to make the initiative to start loving you more. Right. So, yeah, man, how do I love me is still ranked number one. And I believe I did that like, oh, man, was it five years ago? Oh, Lord. 
I think it was, y'all. I think it was like five years ago. I'm not sure. <laughs> and that been a minute. And it's still ranked number one. That is huge. And I know I was on there for God, for good Lord, probably like an hour, maybe. Probably so. I don't even remember. But I, it, 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 it impacted a lot of people. I tell you what. And the numbers are still going. That's the thing. This this was not 210, I remember, last year. I don't even think it was 210 last year. But to see this, that is, it, it is what it is now, wow, that is huge. And so number two, um, in second place, how powerful are you? And this had uh, 209 listeners. And this was uh, episode 10 episode 10. So this might be my second uh, season, maybe. I don't know. (laughs) Um, But yeah, how powerful are you? And again, this is all based on my personal testimony. You know, I had to really get to uh, reintroduce the new me. You know, this new person was emerging out of me. You know, and um, not realizing that God was prepping me and preparing me for where I am now as as an ordained minister and all of those wonderful things. And and there's so much more that he's preparing me for now in the near future to come. You know, I'm like, wow, you know, because I had to deal with a lot of stuff that really depleted me, that weighed me down, that discouraged me, that... Ooh, Lord, man, had me thrown that white towel so much that that white towel turned gray, okay? <laughs> I'm telling you, man, there was so many moments that I just wanted to quit. Oh, I was so done. Golly. But thank God I I persevered. I persevered. And, whoo, Jesus, that's why resilience is my word. That is my word, my word, my word, because God poured it in my spirit to remind me you are resilient. And man, when I found out the meaning of that, oh my God, I was like, Lord, you just blessed me right there. Because I couldn't even define myself in terms of how did I get through this situation? So many, countless of them, you know, but I had to, um, learn about, you know, the strength of me, that, that warrior, that, that powerful woman inside of me. And that, um, yeah, you are a strong, powerful woman, even though you have endured some painful, traumatic, uh, experiences in your life that you never thought you was going to survive, that you never thought you was going to breathe again. You never thought that you was going to make it. And here you are five years, 10 years later, you're still standing Man, you know what I'm saying? You are a powerful woman, woman of God. You are a powerful woman, girl. You should just like, come on, okay? Wow, that's huge. So the third thing, and the third, uh, in third place was, what's your next? What's your next? And that had 197 listeners so far. And that was episode 11. So that was right after how powerful are you? So yeah, what's your next? And that's the question that I ask often. What is your next? You know, what is your next um, assignment? What is your next movement? Right? What do you have planned for the new year that's coming? Right? What do you have planned for now? 
right? Uh, you know, we are in a new month, y'all. In a new month, in the last, uh, in the latter year of 2023. What is your next? What are your plans? What is it that you are prepping for, uh, that you are planning for, for the new year to come? On my show, like I said, on Sister to Sister, I was saying that, ladies, we don't want to bring your baggage into the new year. God is going to bless us with a brand new year, and you want that year to be that way. You don't want to come back. You don't want to come in in the new year tainted. You don't want to come into the new year, you know, full of, you know, uh, dirty baggage. At some point between now and in the uh, the last day of the month of December, you're going to have to decide or you're going to have to deal with some issues that you've been avoiding and ignoring for quite some time. And if it's not issues, behaviors, you've been dealing with some behaviors, your own behaviors. You look yourself in the mirror and you don't even like yourself half the time. So if you and if you are in that kind of situation, you got to deal with it. You got to deal with it. And that's what I'm talking about tonight. Deal with it. You got to deal with, you know, with you. That's the first thing. Because here's the thing. We cry to God all the time about our problems. And as we should, about our problems, about our issues, about our situations, and about the people who hurt us and the people who lied or whatever. And as we should, we pose a cast all our cares, all our worries, all our frustrations, all our hurt, everything to the Lord. Why? Because he cares. He cares for us that deep. He wants us to, to be, um, you know, stress-free, worried-free from all the drama that's going on in our life, right? Um, but yet, we expect God to deal with the people, but God would turn around and, and he would say, but what about you? Let's deal with you first, and you like me, you looking around like, what are you talking about me for? Me? Lord, I'm, I'm all right. I'm talking about them. <laughs> and he's fully aware about them, but he's like, let's deal with you, daughter. Let, let's deal with you. Can we do that? You know? And we like, oh, man, I, I ain't, uh, uh, no, no, I'm all right. I'm all right. I'm all right. <laughs> and you know you're not. You know you are you, you you're tired. You're you about to bust a bust a blood vessel in your brain, man. You you you're so over you're so over edged, man. You just ooh, you feeling it. You really feeling it. But you're trying your best to be cool. You're trying your best to act like everything is all perfect in your world or whatever the case may be. But truly, at the end of the day, you're tired. You're miserable. You're unhappy, right? And at some point, you're just going to have to start dealing with some issues in your life, right? We want the brand new year to come with positive things, with great things. And not saying that it won't, but in order for you to really, truly embrace the new blessings that God has for you, you got to be clean within your heart. You you got to release some of that tox, toxins out of your body, man, so you can have a free, clean slate in your heart to to accept and embrace the beauty of what God has in store for your life, the beauty of whatever it is, or the beauty of people, the beauty of a new career, the beauty of a new relationship, the beauty of a new ministry, whatever it is, because you don't want that to be tainted by your by your bitterness, by your jealousy, 
by your, you know, your attitude. You don't want that. Do you? Do you really want that? Come on now. You know you don't. Because that's, that's just, it's just, it's crazy to me. Life is so short. Life is so precious. I'm telling you, man, you don't want to continue to waste another year, you know, contaminating this year. And it's not even, man, it's not even June and, and your year already messed up because you carried over you know, the the guilt, or you carried over the anger, you carried over the venom, you carried over the bitterness, you carried over all of this stuff into the new world, into this new season, this new year, in other words. And you expect change, you expect new things to come your way. I'm sorry to tell you, it ain't gonna happen. Um, It's not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. We have to make a decision. You know, you have to start dealing with the choices in your life. And I know it's not easy to do. It's not. It, it's it's never easy to face what you created. Mm, let that sink in. It's never easy to face what you created. And if you created a monster that you're looking right at in the mirror, you don't like what you see. You don't. But you can do something about that. If you took the time to create this person and and it took everything of you to create this this creature this whatever it well you could definitely do something about that you can definitely change that and say I'm going to do this I'm going to do that it's going to take time it's going to take time because you've been attached to to this new image for such a long time because now you got to separate yourself from this thing. And it's not easy to separate from what was comfortable, what was feeling good to you, what gave you control, what gave you dominance, what gave you power. But that wasn't God that was doing that. That was you. That was you. Yeah. You know, and again, like I said, it's hard for us to truly admit to ourselves that we were doing bulk of the damage on us than the person that was doing it every day or doing at least once a month or whatever, you know, depending on the connection that you have with that individual. At the end of the day, it's about how you see yourself, how you respond to yourself, how you treat yourself. And if you know you haven't been fair and you haven't been just and you haven't been right towards yourself, you need to deal with the issues. Why don't we make that happen before December 31st gets here? Why don't you start making those changes right now? It's a process in itself. It's going to take some time. Get, 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 be prepared for that. But at least you're starting to do something about it. And not continue to put the blame on somebody else. Yeah, it's obvious. They are, you know, they're going to do what they're going to do. But that's the thing. They are going to do what they are going to do. You don't have no control on how they do what they do, but you have control of how you do what you do. You have control of what you say. You got control of your actions, your behavior, your temperament. It's all on you because when we got to stand before the Lord, okay, 
we can't go talk to him like, uh, yeah, uh, you know what, God, yeah, like I told you before <laughs> when I was down there, uh, yeah, yeah, he, he started this mess, and, uh, you know, he's the one that had caused all this calamity in my life, you know what I'm saying, I'm just letting you know, you know, you probably, you probably don't see that in your, in your real here, your heavenly real here, but I'm just telling you, and God, like, I already know, <laughs> Okay, I'm not, he's not, I'm not talking to him, I'm talking to you. What did you do? What did you not do that you were supposed to do, but you chose not to do it anyway? <sighs> That's tough. That's a hard pill to swallow, y'all. That's a hard pill to swallow. But at some point, you're going to have to acknowledge that, yeah, I need to get my act together. I need to grow up. I need to mature because I'm really being childish right now and a lot of stuff. You know, I'm still playing these head games. I'm still playing these kid games. I'm still acting childish. I'm still, you know, having my tender tantrum. I'm still, you know, acting like I'm 15 again or whatever. You know, like those kids have their little moments and they want to go ahead and shine in, on the, in public view. Okay, and if you if you like my mother back in the day or my grandmother's back to my aunties, or you want to shine, I'm gonna shine with you. I'm gonna give you something to cry about, okay? <laughs> and they act up real quick, then, <laughs> right? The mothers didn't play back then. You know better not to call up and shine like that. You know better. Act like you got some home training. But you know, unfortunately, us adults, those are uh, us 30, 40 plus and beyond, we still act like we 8 or 9 or 12 years old. We still act like that. Because it's issues in our lives we see is not going the way we want it to go. And if it don't go the way we want it, we're going to have a fit. We're going to get an attitude. We're going to cut somebody out. And we and we, and we church, holy, we're all of that. But we're going to go ahead and act like we're from, we're on the south, on the south side somewhere. <laughs> Come on. And at the end of the day, that's all on you. You cannot continue to go and say, well, he did it. He did it. She said it. Da, 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 da. And that's why I did what I did. No, own up to your responsibility. Take full accountability of your actions, of your mouth, okay, of your behavior. Come on now. Because that's exactly what God wants us to do. He wants us to take full accountability of our actions. And he's willing to help us. He's willing to make us brand new again. He's willing to mend the broken pieces that we've been carrying for way too long. For way too long. So we need to start dealing with those issues. We need to start dealing with our life. We need to start taking accountability. We need to start taking life, you know, stop taking life for granted. We need to really start appreciating life better. We need to thank God for just the small things. Forget about the big things, just the small things. Thank God for I'm able to, I, I'm able to hear, I'm able to breathe, I'm able to see, you know, whatever it is, just thank Him for the small things. You know what I mean? Ask God to, you know, to cleanse, to cleanse your heart or clean your heart out. Ask Him to do a spiritual surgery on your heart. So you can start learning how to love again. Because not everybody know how to love. We got to learn to deal with that. 
we really got to learn to be honest with that. I don't know how to love. I've been broken too much. My heart has been tainted too much. My heart has been abused too much. I gave my heart to so many people and every person decided to break it and destroy it and rip it to shreds and try to put it back together for me. And I'm and now that's why I'm so messed up now. That's why my relationships are just jacked up now. Come on, somebody. You got to be honest. Deal with what's going on in your life first, okay, before you go ahead and start pointing fingers at somebody else. No, no, no. God is putting that finger right back at you. Let's deal with your brokenness. Let's deal with your heart. Let's deal with this behavior. Let's deal with this situation. Let's deal with you, daughter. I have something for you. I want to give to you. I'm ready to ready to, you know, to bless you beyond your beyond your mindset here. But you're not giving me the opportunity to do it because you're blocking me away. You are blocking me from this disease of pain. A lot of you are still broken. A lot of you still carrying some 20-year-old mess that you don't need to carry. Even though you said you moved on, even though you have moved on, you have done on. But if that person that you had encounter with, you know, 20 years ago comes back in your life, you didn't call them, you didn't text them, you didn't DM them or nothing like that, but they happen to come in your face or come in your life, it's going to trigger something. Because you never ended the way you should have ended it. Not just you, but that person, both parties. You know what I'm saying? You still have some type of connection to that person in that relationship. You got to deal with that. I realize that that means soul ties. All these years being in church in my life, I've been in church all my life, y'all. And I don't ever recall, and I'm not saying that the ministers at that time in my life never talked about it, because I'm pretty sure they did. But they never really broken down the way how it is broken down today with those ministers who really are teaching the word of God. How soul ties, it, it, it has a, a, a connection. It's about connection with that person whom you had relationship with. Whether it was a, a sexual relationship or whether it was just a relation with that person whom you committed time and you invested time and, and all of that in with that relation with that person. And now that relationship is deceased, whether it's deceased through physical death or it's deceased through um, the relationship being broken. Okay, whether whether you uh, decided to end it or they decided to end it and you still trying to figure out well, what happened, because nine times out of 10, you may both had agreed to separate. But at the end of the day, you're still not separated emotionally you're not you're still connected to that person even though you have moved forward and started dating someone else which is a bad thing to do because that previous relationship even though you haven't talked to that person three months ago or six months ago you still have some type of connection with that person and especially if you both have a child together because if you see him with another girl, with another woman, and you see you you checking her up all from the top of her head all the way down to her pedicured toes, honey, you having a moment. Because you see him and you see her. She's beautiful. She's attractive. She's smart. All these things. And now you're jealous. Because there's still some type of emotional connection that you have not allowed God to heal you from. Because both of y'all still were, were not being honest with one another. Come on. 
Oh, this, this thing is deep. This is some deep stuff, man. I came across this recently and I had just started reminiscing on a relationship I had when I was in college. And it's amazing how that, that, that time frame from the time he, he broke up with me up until the time I reconnected with him. And this is when I was in grad school and it's almost 10 years and not understanding and realizing at the time that that was a soul tie situation in my life. Even when I didn't know what soul tie really meant until now. You know what I'm saying? Like I said, I've been at church all my life. I heard some wonderful sermons. And I can't tell you in, in verbatim if some of those preachers really spoke it in depth. You know, but I do remember hearing stronghold, the word strongholds and soul ties, but not to the extent like this. You know, you have connection with somebody because strongholds and soul tie is a, is pretty much like a, 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 a demonic force. It does something to your life. It does something in your mental, your physical, your emotional state. That's why when you break up with someone. You got to make sure you, you, oh Lord, sorry y'all. You got to make sure you have completely broken off with that person, that it is completely done. And if it is, then that means you have to separate yourself. You got, you cannot just jump from one relationship into the next relationship. You got to give yourself time to grieve from that relationship. You got to give yourself time and you can't put a you can't put a, 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 a ending on that either. You know what I'm saying? You can't put an ending on that because people grieve differently. People handle uh, the uh, a death of a relationship and I'm not saying physical death, but you know, they handle the death of a relationship differently. For me personally, that relationship what I had when I was in college, you know, I was still grieving and it was over a 10-year period. And I didn't even know it. Even though I moved on, I started dating and all those other things and whatnot. But in the back of my noggin, yeah, in the back of my mind, I was still hoping that one day we will reconnect and we will get this thing going. But at some point, and here's the thing, years later after that, I'm already married, got a couple of kids, all that good stuff. And I finally see this brother with his wife and I'm happy for them. Definitely. But at the time when I saw them on, 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 on Facebook and I, I was focused more on him. And then I started saying stuff like, oh yeah, that should have been us. That, 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 that should have been me. And I ain't saying it in a, in a vengeful, spiteful way. I just said that because I was still feeling something. But then I had to wake myself up real quick. I said, oh, no, 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 no. We ain't going there. Uh-uh. This got to end today. And you best believe it. It ended that day. Because there was no way in the world that I was going to allow that the past to come into my current situation and ruin. Uh-uh. There was no way. This brother's moved on. And he's beautiful, they're beautiful, his wife is beautiful, and I know both of them. And they're beautiful people, and I praise God for them. I pray God continue to bless their union, their ministry, all of that. Seriously, 
You know what I mean? And like I said, I didn't have no, no vengeance or anything like that. I was still holding on to the memory and still just wondering what it could have been like. Ain't no what it could have nothing. And some of us got to deal with that. We got to take the initiative and say, you know what? I'm going to deal with this today because I'm not going to bring this past into my current life. I'm, I'm too blessed like that. I'm not going to allow that. And that's what a lot of us sisters, we got to take ownership and accountability on past soul ties of previous relationships you had. And even if the person is no longer here physically, you still could go ahead and end that thing in prayer. You could still go ahead and speak it out into existence and move on with your life and end that soul tie spirit immediately. I'm serious about that, y'all. And this, you know what? This needs to be dealt with in the church. This needs to be talked about in the church. That how people grieve. Grieving is not just the fact you're grieving over a loved one that's in the coffin. Grieving comes in all different shapes, forms, and sizes. It comes in different ways, man. People grieve over pets. People grieve over the loss of a job. People grieve over loss of money. And, and people handle it differently. And you got people on the other end looking at you and they're like, well, why is she still saying? Oh my gosh, she need to get over that. Oh my goodness, she need to get it together. Oh my God, look at it. Don't do that. Don't do that. And it's unfortunate in our culture, we are perfect at doing stuff like that. We are perfect saying some crazy stuff like that. But here's the thing. Some of us don't realize that it's a crazy thing to say until it's brought to our attention. But don't take offense. It's just something that you got to really ponder on. And how I found out about this recently, go check it out on YouTube. My brother, um, Pastor uh, Reginald Sharp, Reginald Sharp, he had just posted on his YouTube uh, a few weeks ago talking about um, grief case, a Bible study, grief, G-R-I-E-F, grief case. And he did a three week. He just posted one um, this week. So go check that out, y'all. Go check that out. That thing was absolutely powerful, man. Everything that he poured out there that night, it was hands down on point and it was an eye opener. And for all of you sisters out there that has been dealing with grief, whether it's a grief over loss of a loved one or grief over a relationship or grief over a job or whatever, I'm telling you, you will be so blessed by what my brother had poured in that in that video. So check him out on YouTube, guys. His name is Reverend, um, I'm sorry, Pastor uh, Reginald Sharp. Okay, H-A, no, S-H-A-R-P-E. That's his last name, Reverend, uh, Pastor Reginald Sharp, okay? He's a young dude, and oh my goodness, I love his ministry. I love what he does. He's amazing, but you guys go check that out, and so you guys get a better understanding about that. It makes you think on that, man. Woo, it makes you think on it, and then some things it, put, it makes you say, ouch, because what he puts out there, you've done it too. We all said some things that we shouldn't have said that we thought what was right to say, <laughs> But you know, that's how God helps us to correct us and have us to take ownership and realize, okay, well, now that I know, Lord, help me not help me to do better. Help me to respond better. Help me to, to receive it better. You know what I'm saying? So y'all, listen, just deal with whatever you got going on right now in your life. So come next year, God spare our lives, that it will be a refresher for you. It will be a refresher for you. 
Okay. So listen, I'm going to go. My time's almost up, but I want you all to have a great night, a great day, a great afternoon, a great week, a great weekend, depending on the time you're listening to me right now. And don't stress about nothing. I just enjoy life and enjoy it abundantly, okay? Because God is still a good God. Come on with it. So we're going to close up with a prayer. And thank you all for your support. Thank you all for still supporting this podcast. I do appreciate you, okay, from all over the world. I love you, my resilience family. So God, thank you. Thank you for this opportunity. Thank you for this podcast. Thank you for my family. I pray, God, that you continue to pour into them, that you could continue to bless them, help them, Lord, through the issues and the situations that they can't fix on their own. I pray that they truly come to you, the baggage that they have, and they will lay it at your feet, lay it at the altar, and they will cry out to you for help. They will cry out for you for, for, for you to comfort them and to nurture them and to help them and remind them that they are loved, that they are loved by you. Help us, oh God, to start looking at life differently. Help us, oh God, to deal with what we need to deal with in order for us to deal with what you got for us that's coming in the near future. We thank you, God, for the blessings, and we thank you for your love, and we thank you for your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Bye, y'all.